you are listening to the TN Horror Podcast Network. Horror with a sense of humor. Demons to some, angels to others. Now one thing we can all agree on is death is going to come, and then the afterlife. Ecclesiastes 3 says... Don't touch that dial, ladies and gentlemen. You found another episode of Rancid Rants Reviews. I'm your host, Yeti the Movie Raccoon, and today we're going to talk about one more reason why Twitter is a cancerous goddamn trash fire and the worst version of the collective unconscious. But first, the holiday season is upon us, and if you're feeling generous and want to donate to a good cause, I have a couple of fundraisers that I'd like to point you to. First is Chelsea's fundraiser, which, without going into detail, will help to prevent a young, beautiful, vibrant woman from becoming another casualty of the war on drugs. The other is for a close personal friend of mine. Her and her kids are having a really tough season, and anything you could give would help those kids to have a good Christmas and help to ease her burden and give them a more comfortable life in general. For all the details, check out the links in the description. If you can't donate and want to help, you can always share. Anything you do for either one of these campaigns would be greatly appreciated, and you have my gratitude just for listening to my spiel. Seriously, guys, I super appreciate it. Now that we've got the warm, fuzzy talk out of the way, let's get into some fucking rage, right? Alright, so, if you weren't aware, Twitter's new Terms of Service is taking aim at indie horror uh, creators and horror fans and effects makers and everything you know what just let me let me just read you the screenshot here that i've got it says violent sexual conduct and gratuitous gore one if you share media that depicts violent sexual conduct or gratuitous gore anywhere on twitter we will require you to remove the content if your account is dedicated to posting this type of content your account will be immediately permanently suspended that came from that's uh the Twitter terms of service that's uh, I think they're rolling out the first of January and I got this screenshot from uh, Dan Lee uh, he writes at a thousand different places because the dude's an absolute workhorse he's really uh, spearheading this horror is healthy campaign and I'm, I'm proud to say that uh, he's we're on the same uh, writing team and on the same side on this. He's a great guy. Go check him out. Links to his blog and his Instagram will be in the description, so check that out. Okay, so hat tips and plugs aside, let's uh, let's dig into this. Okay, for one, it's fucking early in the morning. I haven't even finished my first cup of coffee, and uh, I don't have a script. I don't have notes. We're just sharing thoughts today, folks. First off, Let's kind of dissect this a little bit, okay? Gratuitous gore and violent sexual conduct. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that, you know, there's not a lot of accounts out there fucking posting actual sexual violence. It's just, I mean, not a thing. But who gets to say what's violent sexual conduct? Uh, Is it BDSM-related stuff? Is it, uh, like, stuff from exploitation films? You know, like, uh, like, it could be a woman in a bra and panties or a bikini covered in blood. I mean, holding a weapon or running from a killer, you know? Could this be violent sexual conduct? Who fucking knows, man? Because both of these things are nebulous. 
Fuck me. One of these days, I'm going to learn to silence my notifications before I start doing this shit. So, anyway. Onward and upward. It's They're both so fucking nebulous. Like, gratuitous gore. Well, who's to say what gratuitous is? Because gratuitous is like... You defined as like uncalled for or uh, unneeded or uh, over the top. You know, who's to say what's gratuitous? If you're a special effects maker and your entire livelihood is making like gore effects and prosthetics and stuff, uh, sharing your work and promoting yourself as an artist, would that be considered gratuitous gore? You know, if you're celebrating a classic film like uh, Day of the Dead, is that gratuitous? You know? Who, who who gets to draw the line is, is the question here. And the answer is the problem. Because the people who draw the line are the same people who have always drawn the line. It's these pearl-clutching, like, puritanical people who are, uh, you know, won't somebody please think of the children? You know, everybody's so worried about what somebody with delicate sensibilities will see. And look here. If you're an adult on the internet, and you have delicate sensibilities, fucking don't. Or, uh, you know, there's this there's this really cool thing you can do, like, as an adult, uh, like, even if you find yourself in that weird part of Twitter, that weird part of YouTube, you know what I'm saying, or you see things on, on any other platform or website on the internet, if you see something that, like, super upsets you, you can just, like, uh, what's the... Fucking, it's like this really complex... Oh, scroll past it and live your fucking life. Uh, so, there's that. There's also, you know, if the internet's not for you, get off the internet. Or don't look at things that fucking, you know, interfere with your delicate sensibilities. Don't clutch your pearls and run the ruin the fun for everybody else. Uh, also... You know, as far as I want somebody think of the children, we have to protect the children. Here's the thing. Um, why are your children on Twitter? Uh, for one, that's that's a big get, right? Uh, why are your children on Twitter? I, you know, as a parent who has a a young kid, my my son's eight, and he does admittedly have a lot of screen time. He there are creators he enjoys watching on YouTube, and, uh, like, he likes to learn things on, online and stuff. And, yeah, I let him have screen time. Big fucking deal. But I also kind of keep an eye on what he watches. So there's the rub. Uh, I'm not going out and telling people that they shouldn't be putting things online. I'm paying attention to what my child is putting in his fucking brain. See? So, I am thinking of the children. I'm also thinking of all the boobs and gore I like to see online. So, there's that. What really bothers me about this is that there are a lot of people who could be speaking up about it, uh, who aren't. Like, uh, big names, like fucking Rue Morgue and Fangoria. And, uh, sure, they, uh, apparently Rue Morgue had said something before, but they've kind of, like, said their piece and bowed out. Like, this is a continuous, ongoing thing. It keeps getting worse. For example, like, Lloyd Kaufman, like, fucking god of independent film, uh, you know, Hail Trauma for sure, was fucking banned on Twitter for some ridiculous bullshit not too long ago. And then, of course, uh, 
back a few months back, we all remember the Soska sisters uh, catching a Twitter ban, getting their account account reinstated, and then catching another ban over um, the fucking Fright Fest banner image that had been shared by fucking a billion other people, and like they're the one that caught the heat for it. I understand that there's like a a, a discrepancy because like they the other people shared it like as a tweet and the Soska sisters used it as their banner image which apparently is like this all-important distinction which is fucking stupid you know it's one of those things man it's just like anywhere like if you go to a place that's known for a thing you should expect the thing to be there like if you go to the profile of a of a horror filmmaker you should be prepared to see horror things. If you, like... Like, you wouldn't go to Pornhub and be upset because there were, you know, sex acts on the screen. Why would you go to an independent horror creator's uh, space online and then be offended when you see a still image of some fucking prosthetics? These things don't make any fucking sense to me. I don't understand why... I. Like, I, I don't understand suppression of art and censorship, like, at all. Like, look, as long as, as far as, like, the violent sexual conduct, as long as everyone involved is a consenting adult, those are two very important distinctions. Consenting adults, even if it's, you know, uh, scripted differently, they're consented adults, and nobody's getting hurt more than they want to be hurt. That's fine. It's fine. I mean, why... Why censor that? Just fucking don't look at it. You know what I'm saying? I kind of feel like that's not something that's going to pop up in your trending feed or whatever. Um, so fuck, man. I don't know. Now, and, and another thing that we can get into is who's going to be hit by these uh, by these these new changes in the terms of service? Who's going to be caught up in this crackdown? And I can already tell you, it's going to be people without fucking social media clout. It's going to be people without studio backing or fucking uh, a huge fan base that puts money into them. So, <clears throat> big studios that produce movies, like, I'm fucking, I'm even looking at you, Blumhouse. Terror Films, fucking, uh, they're not a big studio, but you, you know what, you get what I'm saying. Like, all these film companies that are, are, are making a distributing horror movies they should be speaking up about this but nobody really is like fangoria is a leader in the fucking genre like they're they're a legendary name and could have so much fucking clout but they're not going to get caught up in this tos because it doesn't matter what the fuck fangoria posts they're not going to catch that ban hammer uh same with like rumord uh you know they're not going to catch that ban hammer because they've got money and they've got clout it's uh like no film, no large film distributor is going to catch that banhammer because of the money and the clout they have, and it's just, it's just going to be the little guy, you know, uh, independent filmmakers, horror fans, uh, critics, bloggers, fucking whatever we are, of, you know, uh, it's it's going to be these content creators who don't who are up and coming or work in an underground capacity or or just don't have that kind of backing behind them, who are going to get caught up in this? Are going to get their fucking Twitter suspended? Are going to get posts removed? Who are going to... And this is how, like, fucking... You know 
like as someone like if you if you're here if you're listening to me rant about this shit you understand the independent artists use social media to fucking promote themselves so they can make money so they can you know live their lives so they can feed their family so they can keep their fucking lights on or whatever you know this is a way for twitter to like crack down on that because why because the fucking cancel mobs are out in droves looking for this shit now because you know that's how twitter bases their fucking decisions this is what the angry blue check marks say and i'm not getting into a fucking political thing left versus right yada 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 i don't fucking care this is why i don't use twitter but yeah you have fucking cancel cultures out there the mobs are fucking going wild and the mob decides what the fucking twitter overlords do all it takes like in the case of the Soska sisters I, I firmly believe that all it takes is like, a flagging campaign to get you fucked off, and, and, like, when they got banned the first time, it was the trailer drop, the day of the trailer drop for Rabbit. So, like, fuck, man. I don't know. Like, I really hope that movie does well in spite of, you know, things like that. And, and it did bring a lot of publicity to it, but that's neither here nor there. What I'm saying is, is there's a lot, there's a lot of people who have a lot of things on the line here, and, and, uh, there are a lot of louder voices that can be speaking up about this that aren't. You know, one minute you think that we're all kind of in this together as a genre collective or whatever, and then when the fucking rubber hits the road, you see that that class division, that haves and haves not, have nots, that fucking clout tier kind of thing really comes into play because, you know, part of me thinks that uh, these bigger names aren't saying anything because, uh, why is my phone still going off? Uh, these bigger names aren't saying anything because they won't be affected by it. So they don't have to worry about it. For, for one, I mean, don't take this the wrong way when I say it. Cause I mean, I'm not saying that fucking, I'm like, you know, we're competing with, uh, Dread Central or fucking Fangoria in any way, shape or form. But there are independent blogs out there and independent websites who are competition for those bigger names. So, you know, what's what's happening is they're not being affected, but their competition is. So why would they say anything? Because they have nothing to lose and absolutely everything to gain. Also, uh, it might be, a, they might, you know, it may not be a safe move. Fuck, this may not be a safe, I don't care care about safe moves i've got a history of not giving a fuck about safe moves where we're at is we've got this new tos coming out that's gonna fucking crack down on you know independent creators of both uh horror and you know erotica you know and it could be anything man it could be fucking movie clips it could be special effects work it could be drawings paintings like digital art any of this could get swept up into that gratuitous gore and then how wide of a net can you cast on violent sexual conduct? Does that include fucking memes about spanking or like BDSM stuff or spicy animated images? What's the, uh, what, where's the line? And see, with, it's so fucking nebulous and that's the problem, man. They can just pick and choose who catches that fucking ban and who doesn't and who, whose post gets removed and who doesn't. And it's, uh, man, it's fucked up. Now, I won't, I don't want to call it censorship, because then you get assholes coming in and nitpicking. 
and I should have put this up top. And uh, when I do a, a more thought out like article, and uh, like this is something I'm gonna be sticking with. So there'll be more to come. Like I always want to get out of the way that I know that there's a difference between you know what we're guaranteed as Americans because it's an American company. I'm an American. You know this is the lens through which I view things. You know we're guaranteed freedom of speech, but that pertains to the government silencing your speech or you know uh, limiting the what the press can do and yada yada yada. Twitter being a private company, they don't actually have to abide by that. They can throw in their terms of service so they can you know do whatever the fuck they want and you're agreeing to that term terms of service by using the fucking platform. Yeah, I get that. Okay. What I'm saying is that Twitter is such a huge part of the public discourse that it seems unethical to me that they're not supporting freedom of speech. And I like, other than like this puritanical fucking, you know, Oh, won't somebody think of the children and, uh, Oh, my ad revenue. I can't think of a re- a really good reason why they're why they would be doing stuff like this. Like now, I can understand if somebody was like, you know, actually hurting someone and posting that shit online, or you know, tweeting you know pictures or videos of them actually harming other people or cutting up a body or something like an actual thing where a crime is being committed. Same with sexual violence, like somebody you know, videotaping a, a sex crime and then uploading it. Yeah, I could see dropping the hammer on that. Those are crimes. We've already seen that they will stifle the creative expression of artists with the Sasuke sisters and with Uncle Lloydy. And there's there's no line for them between, hey, let's not let people post crimes and, hey, let's try to fucking uh, suppress art. Uh, that's that's what I like to go with is suppression rather than censorship because I feel like it gets the point across and it takes away the room for that uh, that well actually they're a private company <laughs> argument that you get from douchebags. Uh, Twitter is set to become more puritanical in the new year and they are poised to lay that big old banhammer shaped dick into anybody who doesn't have money and clout to back them up. And uh, there are very few people who are speaking out about this. In the new year, you are going to see some uh, independent creators and uh, media outlets and things who are going to start talking about this, who are going to try to make this a bigger thing. Like I said, Dan Lee, Dan of the Dead, he is kind of the spearhead of this thing. You know, I'm throwing my hat in the ring with that guy. He's, he's got uh, pieces about this up on 52 Weeks of Horror. I'll see if I can't link some of those in the description if I don't forget between now and then. So what, you, what can you do as a horror fan or like an independent filmmaker, whoever you are listening to this message? Um, first of all, pat yourself on the back. Thanks for listening, especially this long. I don't even know how long this has gone on. I'm just fucking rambling. I don't even know if I'm going to edit this. Also, what can you do to support this movement and to speak out against Twitter? You can just, you can support independent creators, man. First and foremost, support independent film. Uh, I'll be coming out with a list of my top 10 indie films of 2019 really soon before the end of the year. Uh, So you can check out some good indie films if you're not like into indie horror i can point you in in a good direction 
support independent media outlets. Tennessee Horror News, of course. You know, I'm going to plug them. The Deadwalk.online. 52 Weeks of Horror, Decay Mag. There's plenty of uh, independent outlets who are going to be speaking out about this. And if you want to, like, throw your lot in with them or throw your lot in with us, fucking it is massively appreciated. If you want to talk about this topic online, if you feel that this is something that you want to lend your energy and attention to, uh, you can use hashtags like hashtag horror is healthy or hashtag defend horror. Uh, in your posts, even when you're just posting things horror-related. It doesn't have to be uh, speaking out against or about this particular topic. So yeah, jump on those hashtags if you want to, if you feel like you want to uh, add your energy to this. That'd be super cool. Um, also, man, honestly, like this upsets me because Twitter is so huge and such a big part of our discourse, but also... It's shit like this is why I don't use Twitter in the first place. If you follow me on Twitter, fucking hi. Shouts out to you. That's super cool. I do appreciate the follow, but you'll notice that I never fucking tweet. Unless it's like a Joe Bob marathon or I'm sharing some stuff that I wrote somewhere else. And that's usually like just an automatic share button. I fucking hate Twitter. I have for a long time. It's just, to me, it's just like a fucking cesspool of outrage, fucking, that's where the vocal minority is now, on the left and the right. Remember how Tumblr used to be a couple of years ago, when it was just fucking cancer and everybody made fun of it? I feel that way about Twitter now. I just can't, dude. I don't have the energy to be angry at the internet for saying words I don't like. I don't know, man. I just, yeah, I don't fucking use Twitter. I use Instagram, which has its own set of problems, I also kind of recommend Slasher. Like, I'm not getting paid to plug any of the things that I've plugged in this. But I, I do kind of like Slasher. Like, when it first came out, it was some fucking bunk booty hole bullshit. But now, like, after the update, like, Damon from the Slasher team, he's really taking into account what people want. And uh, he's really developing a really cool horror-based... Uh, uh, social media platform that has very few restrictions. So there's that. Also, the community there is fucking A1. I haven't seen anybody, like, sniping at each other, and there's no fucking... I haven't seen any, like, cattiness or fucking, you know, call-out posts or anything like you would on Twitter. That's like a cesspool of toxic, fucking, cancerous, soul-sucking outrage culture. So yeah, fucking uh, check out Slasher. I'm going to try to be more active on there uh, in the future, hopefully. I don't know, man. Social media is hard for me. Like, I get fucking one platform at a time, I guess. I'm doing Instagram now. I've been for a while. Yeah. No. Um, so yeah, those, those are your options. You can support independent creators. You can fucking check out Slasher app. Move your social media presence there. Like, if you're relevant... Fuck, no. Not if you're relevant, but... If that's where you're at, you can move to Slasher from Twitter. And, I mean, you're not going to get the same kind of, you know, engagement or whatever. Because, of course, like, Slasher is nowhere near the size of the the Twitter sphere. But there will be less restrictions and you'll have, you know, a very targeted audience. So, I feel like I'm rambling in circles here. Uh, So, I'm going to go ahead and end this. Be sure to check out the links in the description. There's those two fundraisers down there that... 
like I said, if if you can't give, but you still want to help, you can share. Um, I fucking super appreciate, guys. You have no idea how much that would mean to me uh, either way. So big ups. Thanks for sticking with me through this long-ass rambling video. And um, yeah, support independent creators, man. Check the links in the description. There's going to be plenty of independent creators to check out. It's going to be some social media links and some uh, some website links. Check that out. Be sure to come back. Uh, be sure to check out tnhorror.com. we got some cool stuff going on over there. Like I said, I'm, <clears throat> I'm looking forward to putting together a top ten list of indie horror films, and that is going to be written and will be on the TN Horror website. Thanks for tuning in, ladies and gents. If you enjoyed this, be sure to subscribe and turn on notifications. I upload videos a couple of times a week right here on the Tennessee Horror News YouTube channel. If you want to hear more of my rambling, you can check out The Horror Basement and Beyond the Basement, where I team up with Jim Jam and Johnny to talk about all manner of things, from horror flicks and hauntings to breakfast cereal and box office bombs. Those shows can be found on your favorite podcast platform, including Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. And, if you're not on YouTube hearing this, you'll probably already know that after a couple of days, you can find this show on those platforms as well. Check out the description below for all the social media links. Follow me there. Until next time, keep watching.